On this episode of the Advanced Foundations Podcast, Free Indeed is a journey to wholeness and healing as you walk in the victory of all Christ paid for at the cross. Okay, I'm gonna, I wanna do one more session and then we will take a, take a break and um, go ahead and turn to chapter five. I'm gonna begin right now from here until the afternoon, actually. We're gonna talk about the doors, that we wanna shut the door to the enemy. And the first door that we really wanna talk about, now forgiveness is powerful, it's a key to really getting free. But this first door is the sins of our forefathers. And this is something that, you know, depending on where you've grown up, what church you've grown up in, if you've grown up in church or whatever you've heard, uh, there's people say, I don't know about this curses stuff. But basically, what you're talking about, things that, that we've inherited from our family. And um, the Exodus 20, let me just read this, 1 through 6. God spoke all these words saying, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage, for you have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image or any likeness of anything that's in heaven above or that's in the earth beneath or that's on the water under the earth, you shall not bow down to them nor serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing mercy to thousands to those who love me and keep my commandments. Now, point here is that, again, Bible says that Jesus became a curse for us. Uh, but if you think back for those generations, for four generations in your family, that's 30 people. Now, when you think back, you're, so you're talking about your parents and then your grandparents and then the great-grandparents. I mean, you think about, do you, do you know those people in your family line? Most of us don't. And so we really don't know what's going on in our family. We know some we hear some things, but you know, most of us, we really don't know our family line. And so what happens is, is that, you know, there's a lot of stuff that works down through the family. God was referred to in the Old Testament as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Always generations, always connected. And so when we understand the way God works and the way we're wired, we are a product of our family. Now, whether you like your family or not, you didn't have a choice. You did not have a choice of your parents, and you did not have a choice of how you were brought. And so you just got to recognize that that's just part of existence. You are connected to your family. You say, well, I don't even like my family, or I don't know my family. Well, you're still connected back through those generations. And so what we want to do is that we want to go, wow, we got to start recognizing that some of the behaviors and some of the actions and some of the things that are going on in your life have come to you, whether you call it a curse or whether it's just your generational bloodline, it's just, but it's, it's, you're wired that way. You ever thought about that? I mean, it's amazing all the things that happen to us. Now, so really what we're talking about, we're not talking about so much a, a God cursing you. We're talking about just negative things that appear in our life. Not everything's a curse, but it could be. It could be things that you've actually inherited 
that are generational things. So if you turn to page, <clears throat> top of page uh, 46 there, this is my question to you. Have you seen any of these patterns in you or your family? Number one, mental or emotional breakdown. Has there been a pattern of depression in your family? You see, a lot of times we, we're so disconnected, we don't even know. You may sit there and go, uh, we had a, uh, the next one is chronic sickness and diseases without medical diagnosis or hereditary health issues. Uh, years ago, we were at our home before the church started, and, and one of my friends says, got, the meeting was over, and we were getting ready to leave. People were leaving. He said, we got to go. He said, my wife's got a migraine headache. And um, I said, oh, gosh, did she get prayer? She said, no, she doesn't like to talk about it. But, but when she gets migraine headaches, they start happening, and then she ends up having to go to bed. And I just made this. <clears throat> I just said something about, does she get them often? And he said, yes, she does get them often, and her mother gets them, and her grandmother had them too. And I said to the guy, I said, that's a curse. He goes, what? I said, that's a curse. I said, that, 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 when you start seeing patterns in family, and you see it in family lines, you begin to realize, that, whoa, wait a minute, hold on. I don't have to have that. Jesus died for me. I'm not going to accept as normal just because it's in my family. I don't have, I am not subject to what they, what went on in their life. So we, we got her prayed for and, and really broke the power of that generational bloodline curse and released her from that. Now she can get headaches, but what she, but that was a, that was a generational curse that was, had been passed down and they had accepted it as normal. I had to my family, <clears throat> my mother's sister married into a family, and this particular family, they said, all these men with the last name of this, they all die of a heart attack by 60 years old. Now, not only is that a generational curse, uh, that's also, we'll talk about it here, about uh, it, that's a, a vow and a, and a curse that's spoken, but they pronounced that, and you know something? They all did. And it's like, you've got to be kidding me. We just accept things. Well, it's just, well, you know, everybody that's Irish has a hot temper. Why? You ever think about, you know, what I think we hear things all the time. Well, everybody in my family line, they, they're this way. Why? <laughs> Does it line up with the Word of God? You know, we just, it's amazing. We accept stuff all the time. We just go, oh, yeah, well, I just, that's the way we are. You know, the Moors are this way. Why? Stop being that way. <laughs> you know, start lining yourself up with the Word of God. But it's amazing how we accept things, and we don't even think about looking and saying, wait a minute, that's not God. That's a lie from the devil who's trying to steal, kill, and destroy, and using family line stuff to, to do that. A lot of times, reproductive problems are part of a family or generational curse. Marital or family problems. Have you heard it say, well, everybody gets a divorce in this family line. Everybody has problems in marriage in this. Well, why? We need to stop and say, wait a minute, Jesus came to set us free. I'm not subject to something else or some problem. I am subject to God. He loves me. Financial problems. Now, again, I put not tithing, but, but 
There are a lot of the ways the enemy steals, kills, and destroys. And it's like you'll see patterns in family. They will do very, very well, and then boom, lose everything. And they'll do, I prayed with the guy Sunday. I said, do you realize what you just told me? You know, what? I said, well, you, you do great, and then boom, you lose everything. Then you boop, you do great, and you lose everything. Uh, do you realize that's not normal? I'm not saying there's no problems. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying when you see a pattern that of activity that's going on in your life, you need to say, does this line up with the Word of God and my Father who has paid for my life? And, and a lot of times we'll hold that up there and realize that mm -mm, it doesn't. So then what's, what's going on here? Well, what is happening in my life that, that what is this pattern that the enemy is using that I've just, I've accepted it? It's amazing what we accept. But financial problems, you got to recognize that, you know, wow, we may be, we may not be tithing, but at the same time, why things happen? Well, it seems like I hear people that, you know, I, I seem to do really good and then I just lose everything. Or, or I, I have a wonderful job and then all of a sudden I just, you know, something goes wrong and I lose my job. It's, what's going on there? Could be a generational curse. And here's the other issue about generations. You can have addictions. Well, I think I've got it. Uh, addictive behaviors is down there. But you can have an addiction in your family line, and it can skip a couple of generations and show back up. And you have no context. You know, you know there's no, my parents weren't addicted to anything. They didn't have problems. You know, I don't know what's going on. My grandparents, as far as I know, they didn't have anything. But it still could be in the family line. That's why it's hard to discern because you'll see behavior that well, I've never seen that behavior in my parents or, or my uncles or aunts or grandparents, but, but the truth is it still could be there. So how do you know? Got to ask God. And he will show you various areas. Uh, suicide, unnatural death, that's a curse. You know, people talk about wanting to kill themselves. That's a demon. You want to know what, what a demon's like? That's what a demon is talks you into killing yourself because he comes to kill, steal, and to destroy. So any thought of suicide, that is from the devil. That is not from God. God comes to give life and abundant life. So it's real simple. Anything that seems like death, destruction, and that's to steal and kill, that's from the devil. Jesus comes to give life and, and, and abundant life. So any anytime you hear that, you hear people talking about and having unnatural deaths and all kinds of things. You know, wait a minute, uh, I'm not. We're not going there. That that's the devil. I'm not going to allow that to happen in our life. Being accident prone. I don't know if you've heard uh, Robert Morris, but he did a whole whole teaching on what how he was accident prone and all the various accidents that he had, and uh, and realized that that had been pronounced over him as a kid. Well, he's, he's just accident prone. And then he pronounced it himself. So I'm just accident prone. And he realized that, wait a minute, that's, I'm not accident prone, I'm a child of God. Why don't we say things? Why don't we repeat things? Where do you think that came from? It came from the pit of hell. Because he comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. So you've got to recognize that a lot of the stuff we're allowing to operate in our life, in our family's life, we don't even realize. Uncontrolled anger. Inability to forgive. <clears throat> we, 
We can just continue on. I can continue talking about this. The truth is, there's lots of things. I wrote down passivity, rebellion. We could keep going on and on and on. Here's the bottom line. Behaviors that are inconsistent with the Word of God that you see in your life or in your family's life, you got to recognize right off the way, man, why is it there? I don't have to live this way, and I don't have to continue allowing this because Jesus has already defeated the enemy, and he is at the right hand of the Father, and everything is under his feet, and he is the head of the body, which we are, they're under our feet too. Now, look at these activities that open the door for curses. Obviously, and we're going to talk about some of these disobedience, disarming parents, rebelling against authority, anger and unforgiveness. But number five and six, I want to take just a moment. Do you realize that we curse ourselves? It's amazing how the enemy will get us to confess things that are negative. And, you know, why? Because there's power of life and death in the tongue. We have the ability to speak life, and we have the ability to to speak things, and it's amazing how if we aren't careful, we end up cursing ourselves, and we're certainly not supposed to curse others, but the point is, is that we just got to be real careful, and I'm not talking about weird stuff. Oh my gosh, I said this. Oh, 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 I, mm. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, again, a lifestyle of confessing things that are just negative. I, I've, I don't have to live that way. I need to live in Christ. Now, word curses, number six, are things that others may have spoken over you. And that's what Robert was even saying about it. They would say, well, you you know, Robert's just accident prone. You know, he just has lots of accidents. Your parents may have said things over you. People may have said things over you, and you begin to, that penetrates because there's life and death in the power of the tongue. And so you got to recognize that, wait a minute, if it doesn't line up with the word of God, No. I'm not receiving that. Well, this is what it looks like. I don't care what it looks like. The Word says this. And, you know, you always get this, and you always have this happen to you. <clears throat> Whoa, wait a minute. Stop that. And try again, I'm not talking about being weird. I'm not talking about, you know, every, I hear people that, oh my gosh, you said, I said that. I can't believe I said that. I'm talking about being weird. I'm just talking about recognizing patterns that are, do not line up with the Word of God. Now, we, you can look through the rest of these. Turn to the next page there at 47. Galatians 3.13 really refers to the curse of the law, but it says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. It is written, cursed as everyone hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So, Point being is that really talking about what Jesus did at the cross for us and the curse of the law of us having to live by the law. But the reality is, is that what Jesus did at the cross really broke the power of anything that's in our life that's not from him. And that's really the key. So here's what, we don't have this written down here. I want to ask you to write this down. It's what we're going to do here in just a moment. Number one, we're going to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal any generational bloodline negative something that's in your life. And it's the Holy Spirit that will do that. We've given you the sheet to write it down on. Second thing, we got to forgive our parents and our ancestors for any of their behavior 
that now we're, we're reaping from that. Just We just learn how to forgive them and release them. You may have a lot of addiction in your family, and it's passed down to you. Well, forgive them, and, for, and then we need to repent of our agreement with that behavior in our life. That makes sense? That's the third thing. The fourth thing we want to do, we want to bind the power of any curse or generational bloodline thing that would come into our life, and we want to cancel its effect in our lives and in our children's lives. And so we want to stop that thing. So we want to bind the effects of it, and we want to cancel that, that working in our lives. And then we want to understand the blood of Jesus, because it's the shed blood of Jesus that is the power of our forgiveness and our freedom. It's the blood, the power of the blood that releases us completely. And then we want to pronounce freedom and blessing over us in this particular area. Okay, does that make sense? So what we're going to do, we're going to take a few minutes here, and we're going to, I'm going to ask you to, to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal any, any negative thing, and that's why we've given you that piece of paper so you can write those down. So Lord, we love you and we bless you. We thank you. And Lord, we're not subject to generational curses or anything that our ancestors have done. You've freed us. And Lord, we ask you to forgive us for allowing generational curses and, and bloodline things to come into our life, and we've accepted. So we're asking in the name of Jesus, reveal to us anything that is being passed down to us, that's given the enemy access to us, that is illegitimate, or anything that, that we've just not recognized as something that's not from you. Now just ask him to show you and write these things down. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you know exactly what's going on in our lives. And you have the very best for all of us. So Lord, we want to thank you that you're, you came to set us free. You completely. You want us to be free to love you and to love one another, free from anything that would control our lives, that something that we've allowed into our lives that's not of you, and we just ask you to show us, and Lord, we, we forgive our ancestors, we forgive our parents, but we repent of our acceptance and our agreement with behavior that is not con that's contrary to you. And Lord, in the name of Jesus, we just bind the power of any curse. Now, you need to do that yourself. It's not, we just take authority over that, that curse or generational bloodline whatever you want to call it, anything that's come down through the generations to you, we say stop in the name of Jesus. We cancel by the blood of Jesus its effect in our lives. We cancel from this day forward on the effect in our lives, our family's life, our, our children's lives, their children. We say no, we will not accept any negative behavior any bloodline curse that's not of you, and we cancel the ground that the enemy has to access us and our family through something that's been going on generationally. 
And Father, in the name of Jesus, we, we thank you for the blood of the cross. We thank you that we've been forgiven and we've been cleansed. And we thank you for the power that, Lord, that you have broken the power of the enemy. Wow, we thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. We pronounce freedom and we pronounce blessing over everyone that, Lord, that, that's here today and that hears this. We thank you, Lord, that you took all our stuff on the cross. You became a curse so we could receive the blessing of Abraham. And we love you. We bless you. We thank you now in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this timely message. Pastor Terry and Susan Moore had a life-changing encounter with the Lord in August of 1982. They opened their home to a Bible study, which turned into a church now located in Carrollton, Texas. They have never been the same and hope that you encounter Christ in a real way. For more, connect to jterrymore.org.